1: okay so Mike and I
0: yeah
1: are both using dating apps yes and I have some interesting we're gonna I'm gonna read some things that people have said to me yeah. on dating apps and Mikey is going to tell me um,
0: so you sent me
1: what he thinks
0: so I went to bed early one night yeah so I you know I'm'm I'm single so I, I'm on dating apps and they, they're working pretty well they're great Shout out to hinge hinge is a great dating app. It works very well, but I went to bed early one night and I woke up to about 12 texts from Rachel. They were all screenshots of stuff that she has encountered and it was
1: in, in, in a 48 yeah. hours span.
0: It was what? Yeah. This okay. is like
1: 48 hours.
0: This, this was potentially the most sensory overload I've ever had in my life because I was like, I don't. there's so much, there's so much douche here. I don't even know how to <laughs> quantify this. So okay, go so for it.
1: We're going to, I'm just going to say it, it you have children listening to this. Make it stop.
0: Um, <laughs> Make it stop.
1: Okay, this is someone's opening line. Okay, I'm thinking of robbing a bank, fleeing down to the ocean front, driving off a cliff, and faking my own death. Are you in?
0: Look, I, I respect that. How are that. you gonna
1: drive off a cliff and fake your own death? You will die. <laughs> I respect.
0: I respect that. Okay, it's not offensive. It's not gross. That's not offense. Come on.
1: Okay, robbing a bank. Okay, yeah, it's not offensive or gross.
0: I would have said, I'm, you know, uh, I'm going rob, to rob a bank to steal your heart or something like that. Like that would have, You know, you can make, be fun with that, but, like, <laughs> at least it wasn't, like, it could get gross. At, le- that, at least that's, that's, like, the Dwight thing in The Officer's, like, the perfect crime. This is, like, you know, we need yeah. it. Yeah. That's at least, I, I applaud okay. the creativity.
1: Okay, next one. And this is explicit. Oh, God. My love language is, that's the prompt. Oh no, oh no. Going down on you. Followed by a picture that says dating me will look like and it is dinosaur chicken nuggets.
0: <laughs> okay, well, dinosaur chicken nuggets is no, fine. No, if I'm
1: having chicken nuggets, they're from McDonald's.
0: No, well, yeah, okay. But, but he know um that the about love you.
1: language, that's what you open? S- with?
0: So but that's not what he said to you.
1: No, but that you put that out there.
0: That's nuts.
1: Um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, men, maybe <laughs> Don't do that. Hit me with
0: all these and I'll give you my guy perspective. Okay.
1: I'm looking for a spontaneous adventure, hippie, edgy, or confident. I'm in an open marriage and my oh. wife wants me to find a girlfriend to do outside activities with and possibly join us.
0: No, okay. Okay. That's the wife being like, I don't, I don't want to go hiking with you. Can you go find someone who will go hiking with you? You can, you can say it's an open marriage if you want. That's someone who's, that's literally a wife being like, I don't want to go on runs. Find someone else to go on runs with you. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, also.
0: There's been a lot, I've, have encountered a lot of like, I'm in an open, open relationship and we want like a third or something. Like oh, it's, I have not. It's weird. Anyway, continue.
1: Um, yeah, like there's.
0: Hit, hit me with two more crazy ones.
1: Um, someone's opening line to me is I can't wait to have children with you.
0: That is. That's bold. Weird. That's bold. You think? Um, like, wouldn't be the avenue I go down. I can see. Look, you have to be. You have to be hot to send that. Yes. You can't. Like, you cannot be. You cannot be anything other than like a nine and up. And I would just say, to this. say that
1: I have had.
0: <laughs> I'm not hot enough to send that.
1: As I'm sure you have too. I've had multiple men slide into my DMs. I have. Right. I have just don't get any ideas because I have answered precisely one of them Mm -hmm. and that has gone somewhere. And it was because I already was aware of this person's existence. It wasn't some rando. Um,
0: I got offered to be a sugar baby last week.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Do tell.
0: Well, no, I I just, I got him. I got, and, and I had to check to make sure this was a real account. It was, it's been up since 2011. It was literally someone that was like, Hey, like, I will pay you $200 a week.
1: That's okay.
0: To like talk to me and like, yeah, it's, and I did not take it. I it, would
1: still say the best one I got that I loved was, um, it was basically, it was about Damon Severson
0: actually. Oh, cause that, that's always my opening line. Ask them what, what they think of Damon Severson.
1: Yeah. It was like, I know Damon Severson is number one in your heart, but what is it going to take for me to be number two? And I kind of wanted to respond with, if you knew anything about me, you would know that Damon isn't my favorite hockey player. No. Who's my favorite hockey player?
0: <laughs> I know who your favorite hockey player is. Exactly. Not playing anymore. but... No, he ain't yeah. playing anymore. It's 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 weird out there, man.
1: It's yeah. Like, listen, dating apps. Like, people talk, especially now in quarantine, where you can't just go to the bar and meet no. people, which is like, I'll admit, that's what I would prefer to do, right? Um, but, man, like, some of the opening lines are so aggressive.
0: Look, man, girls are, like, <laughs> they're they're going for it, too. I've gotten a lot of weird stuff. Really? Oh, yeah. Do tell. Well, I don't have any off the top. Like, there's a lot of, like, there there are a lot of, like... Like, vulgar
1: or... Yeah, oh. and a lot of just, like,
0: kids. Like, you know, like, I want to have kids with you. That kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, don't open with it's that. It's weird.
0: But, look, it's, a. It's, uh... It's an interesting world out there. Yeah, it's don't open
1: of, with that, guys. It's a lot of fun. Please don't do it. And please, for the love of God, I'm begging you, do not send explicit pictures oh, right no. off the bat. The don't fact, do it.
0: The fact that, that, That's Tim, allowed. that Tinder <laughs> is allows for pictures to be sent, like, that should be illegal. It's insane. I don't understand how that is allowed. I don't know. like. I feel like
1: that should be an instant no.
0: Yeah. Like, it, as a software engineer, how do you be like on a dating app? We're going to allow pics. Why are we going to allow pics? Like, God, you can't trust a guy not to send out that. Like, it's, yeah. It, it's, uh, I might dig through the archives and find some crazy ones for next week. But yeah, like, it, it, <laughs> yeah, men <laughs> are broken, man. Like, this
1: is, I feel like quarantine has broken a lot of people. I took the path. So I used to live at, when I was working uh, for MLSE, I yeah. used to live at, um, at Maple Leaf Gardens, basically. Yeah. Like,
0: like on college, kind of.
1: Yeah, like Wood Street, basically. I don't yeah. live there anymore, so I can say that. Yeah, but you can, like you can dox Street.
0: yourself if you don't live there anymore. Exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, So me and the individual that I lived with, we would walk to, because that person also worked at MLS-E, mm-hmm. um, we would walk to the path, which was, I believe, like College Park. So that yeah. was like, whatever. And then take the path all the way. So like, by the time I was, I had gone through this whole thing like i could i was hammered and managed to get my way through. yeah you path. should
0: know that like absolutely from, but, champ yeah
1: and the reason i took the path is because one night i went out and got so drunk with my roommate that i stepped into traffic on young street by accident on my way to get mcdonald's because i was very excited <laughs> you're so disappointed in me right now
0: Rachel, like, what are you? What are you doing, man? Like this?
1: I, I wanted the chicken nuggets.
0: You're gonna step in front of a car for them?
1: Okay, I didn't see the car.
0: Oh, well, clearly. <laughs> like, oh my god! Just yeah, absurd. I didn't
1: step into traffic for like nefarious reasons. I legitimately just wanted chicken nuggets.
0: Have I ever told you the story about when I first saw Borat? Yes. Have I told you that?
1: I feel like we okay. Have so essentially,
0: this. we haven't obviously on the podcast, but real quick. No, but you. Need- Real quick aside. So my mom is very like, like my mom doesn't drink. She does. If I ever drank, she or I do drink like a lot. But we drink
1: together. This yes, is not a surprise. I know.
0: But my like, she doesn't know that. She does now. If she would ever listen to the podcast, sorry, sorry about Mike's mom. But she like, she's you know, a religious woman. She's she's very buttoned down. Like very like you know, essentially like the opposite of some like. Someone who you would think is the opposite of who would watch Borat. But I remember... So the
1: opposite of my mom. Yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: now, yeah, li- literally think of the opposite of your mom. Look, I love my mom. I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just saying like this is her demeanor. She's a very sort of like buttoned up person. And so I remember Borat came out in 2006, right? Yeah. So I was like grade five, grade four?
1: Yeah, we were both 10.
0: Yeah, we're 10 years old, essentially. <laughs> so she bought me... Oh my god, we were bebes. Exactly. She bought me Borat. A There's error one. She, because she thought... And this is back in the, in the, in the days of... of oh no, because we were going on vacation. Right. And this is the, back in the days of portable DVD players, and that was like the most precious thing you could possibly have. And so she bought me Borat to, write, to, to watch on like this road trip because she thought it was just an innocent um, you know, fish-out-of-water comedy. What's all the buzz about it? To my surprise, I turn it on, and it's a guy talking about how his wife's vagine hang like sleeve of wizard. And... I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. And what's great is you can watch things on portable DVD players with headphones. So little did she know, my mind is being actively polluted <laughs> right behind her. the
1: most pollution imaginable. Oh, like
0: the dirtiest. That is to the like the dirtiest. Look, the, like two naked dudes like have a 69 fight like in a through a hotel. It's incredible. Um, and so <laughs> at one point she. I think like she overheard me listening to the movie and she went. What is that? And snap the disc. <laughs> so that that will. So that's why Borat will always be close to my heart because my mom, in an in in, in, a, in a pure attempt, an innocent attempt to give me this fish out of water comedy, she
1: polluted you. Is the
0: reason why I'm, I'm now a degenerate human being. Anyway, I was almost the victim of a TikTok prank out in public the other day.
1: A what?
0: So have you heard of the like? Have you heard of so? We've-
1: No, because I I only watch your TikToks, my sister's TikToks.
0: Your sister's TikTok. Okay, hold on. One (laughs) sec.
1: Um, And, um, like, oh, my friends, the Mancurics.
0: Yeah, you're, you're extremely famous friends that are, like, 600,000 followers, it's which funny is absurd. funny because he's, like,
1: totally normal in real life.
0: Good, because a lot of these guys aren't. It's absurd. No, so, he's, like,
1: totally normal.
0: Like I was walking. Okay, so, like, there are pranks that people do where essentially, like, they'll just go up to someone and it'll be, like, like literally out in public, like, no, random person. And so I'll, I'll, I'll tell you which what happened to me. It'll kind of give you an idea. So I'm walking. This is, like, way down, like, like this is past, like, a... Uh, uh, the, I mean, what's it called? Uh, Boulevard Club. Like this is like oh. along like the actual lakeshore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I'm on the boardwalk having a nice time. And this guy comes up to me and I have my, like my AirPods in and I have like a mask on, whatever. And he's got like a mask on, but then it's kind of like sort of, it's around his chin. So I'm like, whatever. And I see he's like motioning to like talk to me. He's like coming up to me and I could like, I should have
1: his mask off.
0: I should have known from like the e-boy haircut that like this guy was no good. Cause he had, he had a center part. And nope. I was like, but I didn't like. I was, you know, it was just like a like a, th- a thing in the moment. And so I like take one ear AirPod. I'm like, how? Hey man, can I-? he's like, yeah. Do you know where the bathroom is? And I'm like, about. And I'm like, I'm in the process of being like, I think they're all closed, man. Like we're in the middle of the pandemic. And then he just goes like, I'm feeling really sick. Do you know where the bathroom is? And he goes, Bleh. and I'm just like, I literally was just like F- off. And, I, and then <laughs> and he was like, what? Well, I'm just. I'm, I literally like, I turn around to him and as I'm walking. Away, I'm just like, enjoy your tick tank, <laughs> your TikTok prank, bro. Like, and just kept walking. And like, he was just like. So flustered, and I expect to like one day just be scrolling my for you page and be like, "Yo, this guy totally got triggered when I tried to prank him on TikTok," and it's just me like flipping this dude off <laughs> and walking away. So it's funny how things can blow up on TikTok. The most random shit will blow up, and there were literally like guys whose jobs it is like to clean pools, like uh, pool boys. Oh, we love we'll Yeah, you, you know, Baron a Chica, went, went, kind of I stuff. I
1: have never not once hit on a pool boy,
0: but it's ever, <laughs> but. There will be, like these guys are not the kind of pool boys you on. It's literally Damn like it. a guy you would call to like clean your pool, but like oh,
1: so like not a pool boy. No, like
0: a guy who like owns like a company to like clean your yeah, pool. Yeah, not he's the one same. I was like, talking right, about a pool boy, no. if you
1: know what I mean. Like Stacy's mom. Exactly. Vibes. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> no. Like it's. I'm talking like that was also my dream job as a kid because love. Stay, love those Stacy's mom types You complete my pool
1: and hit on my mom That's exactly what you'd be doing
0: <laughs> No I'd be hitting on your sister I've been very clear about that's that That's true I will be your brother-in-law one also, day That's my dream But
1: <laughs> my, I found out that my sister listens to the podcast Because she had surgery a couple weeks ago and was like unable to like eat, talk, like anything. And so yeah. she was listening to the podcast oh, to like no. keep herself entertained. And she goes, Does oh, no. Mike have a crush on me? I'm like, a little bit. Yes.
0: Yeah. Very obviously I do. Like I've been very upfront about it, Katerina. Like, get it through your head. But you're look, I the thing is too, is I respect your boyfriend so much I can't even can't. can't even He's get actually in there. Okay. Do you He's wanna talk great. about
1: cuteness for like 30 seconds?
0: No, that's gonna make my heart hurt.
1: So this this boy. Yeah during the panini
0: yeah
1: comes over every came like after the surgery came over every day at like 8 30 in the morning to make yeah. sure he was there when she woke up and didn't leave at night until she was sleeping and like basically waited on her all day long her, like she needs water he comes down to get it she needs some type of nutrient he comes down to get it she needs her medication he comes down to get it she like she needs her on like a tissue he's going to get it like Actually, have in, been inspired by this level of commitment to relationship at the tender age of twenty.
0: Listen, when I was twenty, no, when I was nineteen, actually. So this, this is this is how good of a boyfriend I was. Because so my my ex girlfriend, we were in a relationship for like six years. And Mike she was, was a good
1: boyfriend, I mean, and he boyfriend. deserves the world.
0: Thank you, I appreciate that. Right back at you. You were uh, a great boyfriend, and you deserve the world. Too. <laughs> no, I had a bad boyfriend. <laughs> yes, you had a bad boy. Yeah, he, I f- hate that guy. Whatever. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> tell me you really feel. It's but anyway. So like, I was, she was in um, like musical theater at uh, uh, Western, and so she got one of the like the lead roles in this in in Western's musical, and this was in the winter semester of my first year of university, her second year, and so you know like first year of university, you're trying to make friends. Like I've already told the story of how I was I was in a frat in first year, so I'm trying to like you know do stuff there ended up leaving it obviously because it's absurd but still and so I would and and these rehearsals were insane they were literally like 12 hours long All weekend, and the only time we could see each other were on the weekends. And normally, we'd like try and switch because I was in at U of T, she was at Western. So we were normally we'd try and like sort of like like alternate sort of two week weekends. Like we go we go two weeks out seeing each other, and on that second weekend, you know, I'd go I'd go up to visit her, and then two weeks later, she'd go down to visit me, whatever. And so it would be like biweekly visits. But because she's in this in this play and everything, like or uh, musical, I guess I. Like, it was up to me. And this is dead of winter, and I'm taking greyhounds. I'm not taking Via Rail. I'm taking greyhounds. I, uh, so, uh, f- by the way, a greyhound station is where happiness goes to die. Like, it's where hope...
1: Oh, have you seen the Sudbury greyhound station? No
0: one's ever wanted to be in a greyhound station before. Ever. The people working there, the people riding on the greyhound, no one. It's insane. It's insane. But for, so for the entire second semester of my first year of university... I went up every single weekend, but I didn't I didn't just go up every single weekend. Here's what would happen. So her, her, her rehearsals were 12 hours long during the day. (sighs) So I would get there and I would, I would even, I would even make sure that like, I didn't have any, I would purposefully schedule my, my class, like my class schedule, my course selection. So I didn't have any class on Friday so I could go up Thursday night, but the rehearsals were Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 12 hours, like each day, whatever I would go up. I would see her for a little bit, whatever we go to bed. Her rehearsal started at seven. So I would get up at the same time as her, go Uh. to, go to campus super early in the morning at Western. And I would go to the library or I'd wait in like the cafeteria there until the library opened. I would set my timer. Her name was Taylor and I called it my Taylor timer and I set it for 12 hours and I would study the entire time she was there. And then after go home, eat some dinner. It was great. I did that the entire second semester. And then on like the show week, I just took the entire week off and I went up there the entire week there and was there for everything. I never got better grades in my life than that because all I did was study on the weekends. I had no other choice. I spent more time in the Western library than than I think most Western kids did
1: i literally have a mike johnson arizona coyotes kachina jersey like
0: (laughs) jesus christ rachel you were i
1: like the kachina jersey and i wasn't about to get some random coyote yeah so i was like well i
0: I mean i i don't have any trevor Moore memorabilia around so
1: you literally have a picture with him i don't have a picture with mike
0: it's true that picture is funnily enough that picture of trevor Moore with me is on my hinge profile
1: it is. It You're is. right.
0: So it's and I and I get a lot of like, oh, Trevor Moore was like my favorite player. Like, Speaking of hinge. Oh god.
1: Someone's opening line to me on that dating app like a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. literally opening line was wanna smooch.
0: I you know what? I respect it. <laughs> it's not offensive. I was like It's kind of adorable. Okay. Like I like it. You want to hear a funny story? Yes. That's really... that's.
1: We are, this is how you can tell we're back yeah. in business because we are off the rails at least eight times already. So
0: a very funny story that on the surface looks really bad for me is... So I was talking with one of my friends because I'm not going to name who this is, but she was just like... She was like, yeah, I I kind of have like a sugar daddy. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, I don't do anything. Like, I literally like I don't see him in person or anything. We just like talk and then he'll like buy me stuff every once in a while. I'm like, that's the dream. That's incredible. She's like, you could probably get that too. Like you easily. And I'm like, oh, awesome. And literally as a joke, I changed my like my Tinder bio to like uh, aspiring sugar baby. And I went to go check it back later in the day. My account was banned.
1: (laughs) No, dead. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Someone reported me.
1: No, you know what you need to do? This is what you need I to I can't
0: do. do anything now. I'm banned from Tinder. <laughs> like, Okay, uh, that's really funny.
1: No, <laughs> on Hinge, yeah. I have a uh, friend
0: mm-hmm.
1: who is... <laughs> I'm not going to name her because she's sort of Insta-famous. So she is a sugar baby, and it's, like, very obvious. Okay, and, damn. Yeah, so what she did was... First of all, she's... Stunning, like drop dead gorgeous. Who's,
0: you're gonna tell me who this friend is after after, after we record, yes. yeah?
1: Um, you have no chance. I yeah. Um, yeah. so she what she did was she just left all her regular pictures on Hinge. They're all like bathing suit photos, like whatever. Of course. Um, but just switched the age she was interested in yeah. to like sugar daddy range. That's what I did situation. on Tinder. That's why and they bought And now she just me. gets like she has like four on the go right now.
0: The things a that guys that
1: girl makes. Close to four hundred thousand dollars a year. Uh,
0: that makes me like the things that like the things that guys will do just to like get, get not even like I've
1: had offers and I'm just like no. <laughs>
0: I've had I've had an offer like one time and I I just like felt weird about it.
1: Trending up conversations about being sugar baby. But
0: like it's also
1: <sighs> yeah, it's not my vibe.
0: It's so fun. Like it's funny just how guys will like pay like. Like my friend For example Like she doesn't Like I don't think She's ever met this guy Okay But like it's just attention
1: What is she on Seeking arrangement
0: I don't know I th- No she found him on Tinder That's why she was like oh, Do it and I'm okay. like okay And I
1: have had Okay so I got
0: fucking banned Like she didn't
1: I have well, You don't put it In your bio you dummy <laughs>
0: It was for It was a joke <laughs> And like someone Took it really seriously And I'm like well It's the it's Tinder's the wild west too I I hate it I never used I it That's why I didn't we, Find yeah. out until like 24 hours later So, so it's
1: Yeah, like, do you get those weird DMs where, like, people want to, like, buy your socks or underwear or, like, you want your feet pics or whatever? Like, I get those and it's very creepy. I
0: get a lot of, because I have my Insta handle in my, like,
1: I could make thousands of dollars. Yeah. (laughs) Thousands.
0: I have, uh, I have my, like, my Insta handle in my TikTok bio and I get, a lot of dms from that's TikTok. mike is
1: actually tiktok famous
0: no i'm not i have like a thousand followers that's not that
1: is tiktok famous it's well nothing.
0: i've had a couple that do well but like it's I the li- barstool one yeah the barstool one fucking i dude that comment section is have you seen that comment it's a section mess, yes. yeah but it's literally just me responding your mom jokes to them the whole yeah. time which is hilarious
1: my friends are tiktok famous so i should get them to like collab with who's me. your friend the man curic triplets i know one of them we're good friends are they like
0: Wait, like are they 6
1: the... million followers. Holy on shit. <laughs>
0: Wait, are they like the kids? Are they the kind of people that like do backflips in fucking grocery stores and no, shit no, like No, 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 okay, no. they, they good, do they like good.
1: change cuz they're identical. So they do oh, like that's changing cool, man. things and then they have a cousin like a mini cousin that kind of looks like them. Yeah. So they'll do like the kid machine or like kind of cool. No, I'll, they have some really good stuff. I'll do some
0: wholesome collabs that'll be great. Uh, the thing that I hate the most about like about uh, it would be really funny if like one of them was just like really fat. And they tried to do that, like, those change-ups or whatever. And it's just, like, the switcheroos. it's like, no. Like, you look identical, but no, not. No,
1: they, they look so alike yeah. that I can't really tell the difference. R- okay, so. But the more important thing here is the hockey players for, uh, I think it's, like, Hockey for Change. Yes. Um, Pointed out, first of all, like, they went through his Twitter likes, which I don't love people doing. But, okay, they did it. And he likes some pretty racist and yes um politically charged things and um and they not they just pointed that out and in a letter they said hey like these are our concerns about him working with this group of Mm -hmm. people he's got a habit of being like racist i believe there was an issue while he was playing um exactly and so they sent this letter Mm -hmm. it was well worded whatever and (laughs) gabby is her name Got a response, and she was originally very scared because it was a cease and desist oh letter. Oh my god,
0: this is ridiculous! This is so funny. But
1: I, can I just tell know, you that n-
0: knowing that we both have a lot of legal knowledge between the two of us, considering our studies, like this is so funny.
1: This is this was the worst cease and desist letter I've ever seen. I sent it, well, I asked Sam Chang, who is a yeah. lawyer, and then I sent it to, to a lawyer that I know, and I was like, um, what is happening here? And both of them were just howling because what type of cease and desist letter doesn't come on letterhead and is signed legal counsel? The
0: kind of cease and desist letter that is plucked (laughs) from a template website.
1: On Pinterest is actually where it came from. On
0: Pinterest. Wow.
1: (laughs) He went to Pinterest University and we actually found the link that he used.
0: Yeah, I think I saw that. So.
1: The moral of the story is is if you're gonna get caught being bigoted, whether that's racist, sexist, homophobic, Which whatever she the seems case to be may all be, of them, maybe don't go to Pinterest University yeah. and put together a fake cease and desist letter because if Twitter is gonna be able to suss something out, they're gonna suss that out. Yeah, but honestly, go like Pep Guardiola can.
0: Oh boy, and the fire alarm went back on. That was gonna that was a, that was gonna be a great segment into our Kovalev shift.
1: We're just going to Terrific fire alarm, speaking. Repeat, fire alarm
0: speaking. We will now be conducting the monthly test and inspection of your fire alarm today. The day, the alarm will be off. Terrific. You're getting a little bonus clip there.
1: This is a bonus clip yeah. and this is exactly what I'm going to be yelling about. So, so we're just kind of funny that it's happening. That was
0: perfect, because I was just gonna transition into the Kovalev shift, which is you ranting about the fire alarms in your building. So let's do that right now. Let's <laughs> head into the Kovalev shift. Rachel. So this go morning. Off. Go off.
1: Um the I was in a meeting. Like in a meeting yeah. and a rather important one for my bank job. Yeah. And the fire alarm started going off, and it is the single most obnoxious fire alarm. Like, mm-hmm. I,
0: it sounds I It's the really exact hear. same one. It's the exact same one that's in my building. It sucks.
1: It's so obnoxious. And we knew there was fire alarm testing, but we were also told there was going to be an announcement. There was no announcement, so everyone went, hang on a minute. And then they came on, and they were like, no, there's an actual emergency, Like, but please stay in your suites. I'm like, excuse me, there's an emergency, but you're asking us to remain in our suites. I don't know if I like that. And the fire alarm went off.
0: Yeah, I can see why they'd say that.
1: For 27 minutes. That's nuts. So not thrilled. And then I love that we're doing fire alarm testing now. We had an incident this morning. The fire alarms work, guys. We don't need any more testing. They work. They work.
0: Is it Pavel Papugaev?
1: Nikita Papugaev. Nikita.
0: So, former New Jersey Devils prospect. And keep in mind, Rachel worked for the team, so we're, gonna, we're definitely going to get into a little, some stories here. <laughs> Nikita Papugaev announced on Instagram that he uh-huh. is retiring from hockey to become an influencer.
1: hmm And what text did I send you when that happened?
0: You are like, does not surprise me. At all. <laughs> the thing is okay, I want to read I want to actually read the <laughs> the post because it is it's very interesting.
1: Yes. Um
0: and then we'll get so into how
1: Rachel had to learn to read Cyrillic that time she worked in New Jersey because of Nikita Papagayev.
0: <laughs> um oh man, I'm trying to f- hold on. So essentially, it, this it. guy has decided here, here is, he's
1: going to be a social media influencer because so it's interesting. Like when you're in when you're in the, the non-NHL or KHL like you don't make a ton of money, right? But if you have thousands and thousands of followers on on social media, there's a chance you can actually make as much if not more money without the risk of completely destroying your body.
0: Hey, you know, that's a good point.
1: So that's that's fine. However, <laughs> We have a story to tell about that time that the New Jersey Devils lost Nikita Papagaev. (laughs) So this is a partially public story. And Mm -hmm. Corey Massasak tweeted out, he's like most known for this. So when I was in New Jersey, I was in charge, one of the many things I was in charge of was what we call the prospect report, which is I basically go through and be like, okay, this, in each individual game that this prospect played in, this is how much they played, if that's available. Goals, assists, penalty minutes, like, all that stuff, right? So it's just a tracker. How are our guys doing? And then I'll put, like, a little blurb. Like, when we drafted Ty Smith, I was like, Ty Smith has a 17-game point streak. Like, ridiculous. Anyways, so I'm doing the progress report. And, like, Papagaev was playing for Dynamo Moscow, but he was going between, like, their AHL and the yeah, KHL. Yeah, the MHL and the So it's, like, and up and down, right? Yeah. And so I'm up and down, up and down. You've got to like change and this and that. And you have to get the stats from the KHL website, which is literally in Cyrillic. Yeah. And so they have an English version, but not for the AHL. Mm, so terrific. Then all of a sudden, Nikita Papagaev is no longer on the roster. And I'm like, wait a minute, what happened? So then I go to Elite Prospects and I'm like, uh, where's this guy? They have no update. And at oh. this point, I don't know anyone at Elite Prospects. So I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I go to our PR and I was like, "Um, do do we know where Papagaev is? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, he's not on the KHL roster and he's not on Elite Prospects either. And our PR guy's like, what? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, no idea. So at this point, we're trying to find Papagaev, but we have fired our only Russian scout... Oh, God. So the only guy we have on staff now used to be Pavel Bury's, like, trainer. But he is, like, not so much a scout as he is, like, a translator. Mm. I think he might be a scout now. I'm not entirely sure. But we have literally fired our only Russian scout. So normally, I would just email him and be like, hello, where is this player? And then he would tell me because he lives in Russia. Well, we didn't have that. So they're like, you need to find Nikita. And I was like, oh, I'm finding Nikita now, am I? So the email chain was literally (laughs) called Finding Pop.
0: Oh my God.
1: And so it's back and forth trying to figure out, is he here? Is he there? Whatever. Come to find out, I go online and I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to look in like the VHL, but because there's no translator and like the shitty Google translate wouldn't work on our server. I had to like go find the Russian alphabet and like try and figure out words. And, like Google Translate. Oh my them. god. We ended up finding him on the border of Russia and China. Like three weeks later, he's playing for Amor Tigri Kovorstaborg or something like that. I like, okay. can't even say it.
0: So how did this happen?
1: <laughs> so what ended up happening was like his old team, Moscow, like either got sick of him or whatever, and just shipped him to Amor. And didn't tell anyone. <laughs> they didn't Wait. even tell the league.
0: <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold <laughs> on.
1: They literally just <laughs> shipped him off and and didn't so tell they anyone.
0: <laughs> they were so they, they were so fed up with him. They just essentially like put him in a shipping crate and sent him out.
1: Man, I didn't
0: and just so, under the radar.
1: So that happens. I end up finding him. And I'm like, I found him. And everyone's like, yay! So I have to update all this shit. And I'm like, then I send an email. I'm like, "Um, just so you know, this is where Nikita Papagaev is playing. And Elite Prospects then updates their website, and everything's fine. End of the season, like, towards the end, he gets sent down to the VHL. I'm like, no, no, we're not having this anymore. So I'm like, I'm literally tracking him every day to make sure, like, I haven't missed anything. His season hmm. ends, and I'm like, okay, like, I go to... I think it was uh, Tom Fitzgerald at the time. I'm like, Fitzy, his season is ending. We already lost him once. Like, what are we going to do here? And he's like, nope, he's coming over. I've had enough. So we were so afraid that we were going to lose Papa Gaev. Oh,
0: my God. That we
1: brought him over and put him in the AHL for the rest of the
0: year. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> and then he then he was like going to go back to Russia. And then... They, I don't know like how he ended up staying, but he went. He played in the ECHL the next year, and then like the AHL. Like it was kind of like back and forth. And then after that year, he's like, "Screw this! I'm going to Russia." And like, I was gone by like the time he mm-hmm. went back to Russia. But I was kind of like, "So the organization is done with this guy." But yeah, like we literally lost him, and then we were afraid to lose him again. So we're like, "That's enough! You're coming to North America." But all of this could have been avoided if we had a Russian scout. At the time, no.
0: You became the Russian scout.
1: I literally became the Russian scout. Now they have, I think, two, maybe three. But I'm like, um, good. We're literally losing players at this point. But yeah. this guy's like personality, like he just comes over and like da 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 da. I'm like, what? Like, what? That and is... always like Instagram this, Instagram story that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so I'm well, not there you go. But yeah, finding nikito was quite the experience. And, like, I know how to write an A in Cyrillic now. And an O. So, I'd like, I know my Russian vowels. That's good. Yeah. And then I ended up, oh, yeah. The other part of this was we, like, um, Instat is, like, a scouting platform. And I know, like, I didn't know if New Jersey had it or not. But, like, I knew that it was based in Russia. Like, it's, it's out of Russia. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna email them. <laughs> so I literally emailed like the head of Instat Hockey, and I was like, Do you know where this player is? And that was like <laughs> part of what led me to like China. Cause like oh this this woman put me on the fact that there had been like a, a under the table trade or whatever. And so yeah, that was the story of finding Nikita Papagaev, which was He had just gone
0: completely rogue. Like, oh my god. Do you think he'll be do you think he'll be a successful influencer?
1: So one of his friends has like, I want yeah. to say like 3 million subscribers on YouTube or something no, like it's that. No, three,
0: it's 300,000. Oh, okay. But it's still, it's it's still that's still but a like, good amount. That's more than Steve in, Dangle. In so. Russia,
1: like, their social media, like, hockey player stuff, like, they do really well. Like, Ovechkin's wife does well. Yeah. Right? So I think, I think he's got a shot to do well, but like, to me, the only thing I'll ever be able to remember is the fact that this guy just like went missing for like two and a half weeks.
0: And this was before my time on this podcast, too. But exactly a year ago tomorrow, Rachel um, opened her car door to, to the shock that her steering wheel was missing.
1: My steering wheel is uh, missing, yes.
0: If you hear our, our, our uh, intro, intro, that's. would you like to tell that story? Like, okay,
1: so briefly, I highly recommend you go back and, and listen to, to that episode because yeah. we had like steering wheel updates and Ian's reaction live on the podcast was just, it was fantastic.
0: But when you text me about that, I like dropped my phone. I was like, what? Like you're, so why are you steering I came wheel?
1: back from coaching a game in Waterloo. We drove home myself and one of our other assistant coaches and we pulled up at the, uh, sanctioned parking lot mm-hmm. at York where, um, there is supposed to be security. And uh, I noticed that my lock had been drilled and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like maybe they took the cash I had sitting in my car. Because Smart I idea. Was a d- and left cash sitting in my car. Well, um, I'm here to tell you that not only did they not take the cash, I also had a rather expensive bracelet. They didn't take that either. They took my steering wheel and I have come to find out that they took my steering wheel because... The powder that is in the airbag is sometimes used to cut with certain white drugs.
0: Oh, that's why? Yes. I was I was thinking, like, it was a black market, like, auto parts. It
1: could be that, too, but I've also found out with, like people who work in the industry that that is a huge thing. Now people I don't who work associate in the with cocaine drug dealers, industry the in the car industry. Okay. I was going like, to what industry that? are I we talking about here? I don't know people who work in <laughs> drugs mainly because, and Mike and I joke about this all the time. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do drugs if I wanted to no, yeah, because my heart would actually explode.
0: <laughs> yeah. Rachel is, you know, she's, so, she's on the straight and arrow.
1: So f- friggin', I call, My friend back and I was like so you're never gonna believe this But you need to come back and he's like why I'm like my steering Wheel has been stolen and he was like Pardon
0: well that's Like it's it's the last thing I'm like
1: my steering wheel is gone
0: It's the last thing you'd expect
1: and so then he comes back, and we're standing out there like, "What the hell are we supposed to do?" And a security guard walks over, and he's like, "Um, excuse me, you can't be loitering here." And I'm like, "Where were you when my steering wheel was being stolen?"
0: Where were you when there were like masked assailants sense. running, like walk, like running out of this parking lot holding a steering wheel? <laughs> yeah. You didn't think that was a little suspicious? <laughs> yeah,
1: they just have an entire steering wheel with them. But no, let's just no, no, let's let's so, get mad at the at thank the god, yeah. my. Friend yes. also showed up and He was like you know if you Had done your job in the first Place we wouldn't actually have To be having this I wouldn't conversation. be Here yeah um, and the security Guard was like I think you Should call the police I'm Like thank you for that Analysis like you I've already have done, done That,
0: that. yeah like, in fact you should Have done that because this Happened on your property That you're supposed to be Overseeing yes.
1: and so then we had To go through insurance and All this stuff and I didn't End up getting my car back For almost three months yeah, and it came back with a giant scratch down the side of it. So I'm like, how the hell did that happen?
0: I think like the, the the car gods just don't like you because every week you almost die on your way here
1: in a car accident. In the
0: car, in a car accident, and also your steering wheel got stolen. And then when you eventually got your car back after a lengthy delay. There was a giant scratch Okay I think but I really
1: can't even Complain about getting My car back After a lengthy delay Because I got to drive A really nice car Ooh. While I was Okay So I was like You just keep it It's fine That's good Like they Yeah I did not have I was not driving around What they call a sh- Box
0: no okay I was
1: driving A nice car
0: Ooh, like a Lambo Like what's going on here
1: it was a Fully loaded BMW <laughs> Ooh. Yeah
0: Amazing. so I was
1: like you know What you want to just keep that it's fine Oh I
0: think yeah I think it's Especially I think it's being a German like yes
1: please give me the German Car mm-hmm. but like it's an extra Um I think it was like an extra Thirty five dollars or whatever I was like Yeah I'll take here. that
0: You don't want Volkswagen Das Auto
1: I would have taken that too yeah. the Tiguan So nice How oh, would have that be great. one but yeah, so the steering wheel incident was basically me coming back to my car at twelve o'clock at night, and then not getting home until four a.m. Once they like figured everything out, because like they had complete, they'd cut all the electrical, so like all my electrical had to be re- be redone. Like there was a there was a decent chunk of time where we actually thought we were gonna have to write the car off because of the amount of damage to the electrical system.
0: Yeah, that still like steering wheel. There has to be like. When you said that sort of, when you said like And you the, could tell by the
1: way it was done too like it was surgical like they knew yeah, what they
0: were doing Yeah. Like the these were bandits. These weren't thieves. These were bandits. Yeah, you have a lock drill like that. It's just like freaking Danny like again another pop culture reference like this is freaking Danny Ocean with your, with this crew like to pull in a heist on your car. Like what's going on here? This is like steer, like just the steering wheel. Ignoring cash, even like ignoring like airbags or rims on your car or anything like that. Tires. How
1: about just the cash sitting? Like I had a, I had just been paid yeah for some hockey stuff in cash. So like there was a. a Good chunk of cash sitting in there, and they could have taken that. They could have taken, like, I'm not even afraid to admit it, I had a Tiffany bracelet in my console. Damn. Like, they easily could have just made off with that. It was more expensive than the airbag, I can assure you of that. But
0: there was clearly, I feel like the the steering wheel or the airbag served a certain purpose. That's what I was getting right. to, is it that, like, in a, clearly, a clearly yeah. this... There was a, uh, an intention or a purpose or less. It's entertaining. a motive, but it gave you a great story that you can yeah. tell on podcasts for years to come. I
1: remember telling, um, the guy I was like talking to mm-hmm. at the time Yeah, and, uh, he was like, w- what?
0: Yeah. It's, it's, I didn't believe it when you told me, I was like, wait, what? Like your steering wheel? Like, yeah. I'm and like, I
1: love it. His first concern was like, Are you okay though? Like you it's yeah. like one o'clock in the morning. Like, are are you okay?
0: It's one o'clock in the morning in like this was during winter.
1: Yeah, it was January 29th. Yeah. Like I was cold outside and I was because I had come from a game yeah, you're I already wasn't dressed cold. for the winter, I was wearing a suit yeah. with a peacoat, not a Canada Goose jacket. Mm-hmm. And I was cold. Yes. And wearing dress shoes and getting the with the lippy security guard. I'm like I, even it's so funny because my friend and I still talk about this. He's like, I don't know how you didn't just absolutely go full send on him.
0: Yeah, I. Like, I, I don't
1: know either because it was late. I was tired. I wanted McDonald's, and I had no steering wheel.
0: The like, fact, yeah, the fact that 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 security guard made it out of there alive is a miracle. Or at
1: least without a good tongue lashing. A
0: miracle and a testament to your self control. It's I come a long way. It that night. It's yeah. come a long way. Yeah.
1: I would like to point out that Claude and Brendan Lemieux are the only father-son combination in NHL history to be suspended for biting.
0: One of my favorite <laughs> tweets of all time is is from the account Hockey Images That Precede Unfortunate Events. Do you follow okay. that account? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it is a screenshot of a of a clip, like of a Sportsnet clip in with an interview with, with Claude Lemieux from seven years <laughs> ago, before right before Brendan got drafted, where it's Claude Lemieux um, colon I hope my son isn't as hated as I was
1: <laughs> so funny you should say that because I <laughs> was in the OHL when Brendan was in the OHL and we were in the same division
0: so you got and to see him be a piece of shit it up was close.
1: it was not a secret that he was hated by his own teammates
0: and it's and like, that is followed. He him was on everywhere. a team
1: with like Mackenzie Blackwood, Andrew Mangiapane, like Joe Blandizi, like those people. And like I don't know anyone that has a good thing to say about him, except apparently Jonathan Quick.
0: Well, and and of course Rachel, of course Tony D'Angelo. Now I wonder. I, well, I wonder what they'll. I wonder if they'll cover this on their hit podcast. Watch your tone.
1: <laughs> and I would just like to shout out both my parents and mm-hmm. say I appreciate the both of you and all of the support that you give me.
0: Great. Are they big listeners of the podcast?
1: I both my parents listen, yeah.
0: Oh boy. They've literally heard me say I have a crush on on your sister.
1: They think it's so funny though.
0: Great. Well,
1: <laughs> my sister's boyfriend also
0: listens. Oh, well that's fun. Um, uh, hi good to Logan. Know. Hi Logan. I'm sorry about that dude. Look, you're a great guy. Love you. I'm I'm rooting for you too. But if you slip up and you will, cuz men are trash. I will be there
1: okay so i like if you listen to this podcast by now you know that i work at the bank yes and it is year end at the bank which means i am not sleeping and i'm literally doing nothing other than working but i was in the office because we're in the office now and i work on bay And I didn't check the weather this morning, so I got up this morning. I put on my very nice tailored dress pants that I got during the pandemic and a very nice white Hugo Boss dress shirt. And? And it was white and And skin tight. And I went to the office and everything was fine. Everything was great. It was a nice, you know, commute, whatever. I don't own an umbrella. And I think you know where this is going.
0: Oh, no. So oh, no, I went.
1: I, yeah, I went to go out for lunch today, and because of like where my office is, like I, you can't see like what the weather is like outside. Like you just basically you're going kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I checked the weather app on my phone. It says it's cloudy. So I'm like, I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> and so I go. And normally I go to Italy because that's where like my office is. And
0: It's where. But it's I was at. like,
1: yeah, it's where it's at, and. This time I was like you know what I'm probably gonna go to Yorkville Like I'll grab something for lunch Like whatever I'm gonna go for a nice walk Is what it is I literally the elevator doors Open I turn the corner And it is pouring Like Absolutely pouring I'm like oh This is a problem And at this point I've already Texted someone I work with Italy is like A 45 minute wait so that's Not happening so I'm like I've got To do this right yeah, And so I'm like, all right. So now I'm wearing dress shoes that aren't exactly conducive to running. And I'm like, all right, we're doing this. So I go, and I get my food. And one of the people I was with looks at me and she goes, you need new shirt. And I look down, and I'm like...
0: You, I need you, new shirt. You entered a wet T-shirt contest in the middle of the workday, basically.
1: So, uh, yeah. yeah, that and think about it. What I said, it was white and skin tight. So yep. we're already aggressive here. So thankfully, my friend is the head of security at Holt Renfrew downtown, like the mm, big one. That's huge. So I texted him and I was like, "So small problem. I'm going to send you a picture, and I think you're going to know what I'm going to need." I sent him a snap of me. Yes. And he responded back, and he went. I will have a shirt waiting for you. I'll see you in 10 minutes. I (laughs) got you. Yeah. And so then I went like I went over and I got a shirt and it was not white. And also I got an umbrella.
0: (laughs) Incredible. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But yeah, I straight up like there was no way I was going back into the office. No way. Like I work at the bank. I don't work somewhere where like that could be like you can't do that.
0: No, you can't. Like, it's... You and especially, like,
1: like, the vice president was in today. Like, we're not doing that.
0: <laughs> hmm Like, yeah, I remember working corporate... Like, you know, I worked for, like, Samsung and Cushman and Wakefield and stuff, and there were times... There were definitely times where, like, that... Not, not, like, not... I didn't enter a t-shirt contest, but I do know that there was definitely an enforced dress code, and if you came sauntering in... <laughs> Right out of your wet t-shirt contest.
1: (laughs) And like, to be fair, like the dress code has relaxed a little bit because of like COVID and not many people are in the office, but it's still a head office of a bank and we just can't be doing that. Yeah. But I did, I did wear, you would know this because Mm -hmm. you saw them the other day. I wore the purple.
0: Oh, you uh, did? Those are so, okay. Yeah. Folks, Rachel has, has this purple suit that she showed me. So I went over to Rachel's house to watch the Leafs game, which was a very, very entertaining overtime period, by the way. Um, but went over to, to Rachel's suit, uh, Rachel's suit, Ran, went over to Rachel's house to watch uh, the Leafs game and drink some purple gin, um, which was awesome.
1: <laughs> <It> was <laughs> the awesome. purple gin!
0: And uh, incredible. And so, and also on top of that, Rachel showed me some of her, because like, we hadn't seen each other in person in a very long time. So Rachel showed me some of her suits that she would picked up and she has this purple one that is freaking rad it is so sick and god forbid that thing got caught in the rain god forbid any damage whatsoever happened to it because that would be a disgrace a disaster
1: did i tell you about my experience in the pharmacy at the mexican airport
0: uh did you see joe rogan there (laughs)
1: No, but it was related.
0: How? Okay, tell me. How possibly could an experience in a Mexican pharmacy be related to Joe Rogan? This is going to be an interesting connect the dots.
1: Okay, so in Mexico, they speak Spanish. What? Yeah. Hold the phone. And I have picked up, like, enough Spanish to, like, be able to ask for the basics, right? Where is this? Can I have this? Hola. Yeah, Uh, the bill, like all that kind of stuff, right? Like I've picked up enough. And so I'm- Muy
0: buen. Muy buen.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I'm in the Mexican airport. We're coming home and, um, I need chapstick and they don't just like sell like the regular- like, they don't just have it at, like, the gift, duty-free, whatever. So, but they do have the Mexican kind of pharmacy in the airport. And so I'm like, okay, they've got to have ChapStick there because they have, like, Advil there and whatever. So I walk in, and this should not shock anybody, but the Mexican Food and Drug Administration, like, their iteration of it is not nearly as strict as the one in Canada and the U.S., and you can get away with a lot. Like, they sell steroids over-the-counter there. And so I go in and everything is in spanish like it's just this little like hole in the wall thing and it's everything is in spanish i see the chapstick thing so i'm like i'm going to pick it up and then i turn around to just like look at the other wall just to make sure in case i need anything else and everything is in spanish except two big bold words okay and they are like size Literally 200 font, and these medications take up an entire wall, which I would say is about eight feet by four feet. Okay, so like 32 square feet yeah, of wall. That's what math.
0: Yes, the math checks and out. And the
1: two, the two words, one at the top, ivermectin, one in the middle, hydroxychloroquine, which means that there are enough people. That are coming to the airport in search of these two things that they feel the need to make it a quarter of their store
0: stock. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) The only two English words, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and then lo and behold, I'm now at the cash register paying for my chapstick. And a guy walks in. And it's Joe Rogan. and No, and I literally, I, like, I... I hear him rustling, so I look in the mirror so I could see what's happening behind me. This man grabbed eight
0: boxes of ivermectin. What? In an airport. Why is there a pharmacy in an airport? Anyway, I don't know. Like, are people picking up prescription? Like, like because pharmacies are like you gotta. It's not
1: really like a prescription pharmacy. It's more like you gotta get your Advil here, but they can't sell steroids at like duty free. But why? So that's so weird. And you can't you can't pick up ivermectin at duty free either.
0: Well, yeah, I would hope I don't like where <laughs> where do you even pick? Isn't ivermectin horse dewormer? Like, why is it in a people <laughs> pharmacy? It should be in a vet <laughs> because pharmacy. People
1: are using because there is enough of a demand for it. That which is the most alarming thing is that Joe Rogan has created enough of a demand for ivermectin. Did you see Joe Rogan
0: get schooled by a real doctor on his podcast?
1: Oh, did I ever? But
0: okay, so... Rachel, I... The Mexican... I know, uh, just real quick, real quick. Before, I know that we're not supposed to swear, but let me just say that watching that gave me sexual pleasure. That's all I'll say. Continue.
1: (laughs) So, so the Mexican airport rules are a lot more lax. Like, for example, once you clear security, you can then go back outside and have a cigarette and then just come back in.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, I love love how Scotiabank (laughs) Arena has more stringent in and out policy than the Mexican airport. (laughs)
1: literally and when you go you just put your bag on the thing there's no liquid uh like things there's like oh really you I don't have to take my laptop out or anything I just stroll right through and I have the like Mexican Canadian version like U.S. version of the Nexus so like I have my regular Nexus but then there's another thing you could tack on top if you travel to Mexico Mm -hmm. that like makes it easier so you show that and they're like yeah just go through I'm like, I literally could have like 10 pounds of cocaine and like nothing would happen.
0: That's nuts. Because I remember like I, I, we went on a we went on a a, uh, a trip, like a, an exchange trip in grade 12 to Denmark, which is the only time I've ever been out of out of, like being to Europe, which is pretty cool. And I was dating a girl at the time and we had a layover in Iceland. And I was like, "Oh, I'll get her like this awesome Icelandic like, you know, fi- like uh, uh, like facial scrub from from the actual like lagoons that they have there, like the hot springs. Yes. it'll be great." And it was like this tiny little tube because it cost so much, and I was you know seventeen or something at the time, and they wouldn't let me bring it on the plane, and yet that's because it, it wow. was because it was <laughs> uh because it was liquid, you know, or like liquid or in a liquid container or whatever. And yet and yet you can just bring you could bring like a friggin like a, a an entire water cooler on the plane, if you wanted to, it's that's absurd. <laughs> yeah. That's so absurd.
1: Mexico is a little more lax as as seen by I don't know. You could just smoke cigarettes in the airport and buy eight boxes of ivermectin.
0: Yeah. You know, got you gotta you gotta get stocked up on the on the horse dewormer. You know, because I own a because I, I own a farm and my my horses, they might be they might be infected anyway. And <laughs> finally, this is my favorite one, Rachel. Rachel's a very smart person
1: Maybe not She's the smartest
0: person on the podcast, that's for sure We made that very clear However, <laughs> it is very rarely that I get to call her a fucking dumbass <laughs> sometimes And this is one of those times Rachel deleted her entire email inbox In all of it this morning The whole thing Like It's gone I don't
1: Like all our ad reads
0: gone you, Okay, you got it back, right?
1: Not yet
0: well like you you.
1: I am in the process You're in the process Like it's looking It's looking it. good Yeah. So this
0: will probably be something We can look back on and laugh About I'm I'm gonna laugh about it now But I mean Hopefully, like yeah I don't I'm a little stressed How did this happen? How did you How did you delete your entire Okay Email Because there's important stuff in there Yeah like you said There's our ad reads There's you know, I
1: have a I start a new job on Monday Yeah
0: So and there's like I, forms and shit in there yep. We just went to go see condos for you. Yep, there's There's rental agreements in there. there. Like it's, how how did this happen?
1: Um, so I was laying in bed this morning, and when I was when I'm laying in bed, I usually don't have my glasses on. Mm -hmm. And I will say this: I like I'm only like minus one and a half, so like it's fine. But I have like you would know this because you're around me. I fidget quite a bit. Yeah, like especially my fingers. Like they sometimes I get tremors and. It's because I've had a neck injury. Um, And this morning I was laying in bed and I was deleting all of, like, the trash pot emails. So what I did was I went, like, select. And then you select emails and you click delete. But I had, like, first of all, I didn't have my glasses on. So I went to click delete as I usually do. And I guess, like, tremor-wise something happened. And I clicked delete all. And instead of it being, like, are you sure? It just went. And I was like, no, 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 no. And how did
0: it not give you like an are you sure
1: i don't know i think i, I might have that setting turned off which kay. is also my issue so
0: that's i would say that you know like sound like that that initial like you accidentally hitting that everyone hits an accidental button before you yeah. know like i've man being on runs like when i've gone to like open my open my phone to see how far i've gone i've accidentally like I've, because I was holding the um, my gripping my phone, I accidentally have called nine one one before. Oh, and, I've done that m- like of multiple course. times. It happens, you know. You accidentally like every every. It, it happens.
1: Yeah. So at the same I time, i not drunk.
0: At the same time, though, <laughs> you turning off the like fail safe for that. It's there for a reason, Rachel.
1: Yeah. So I've turned it back on. Oh, good. Um, Yeah
0: That's self-inflicted That's on you And then
1: I called Apple And they were like LOL sorry can't help you by I mean I was like Apple can't help me Shocking This
0: can't be like a unique This can't be a unique thing People have had to accidentally do this this all all the the time So
1: thank God I have parents who work in IT But how
0: is there not like a fail safe for this?
1: How is there not just like Undo last action For that I don't know But anyways I am dumb Yes And uh, did that?
0: Yep, and I will never let you live that down. So there we go. Yeah,
1: I um, am, it's it's been a very interesting day to say the yes. least. There have been ups, um, there have been downs. There, yeah. And so my response to that was to um, turn back around. Yep. I threw my phone on the floor. Of course, of course. I turned back around. I grabbed my three foot sloth, and okay. I went back to bed.
0: <laughs> ah, good call. You know what? Cause
1: you know what? That's just like a, you know, I think, I don't think I'm ready for the day to start yet. No, I
0: think, I think we're going to, yeah, we're going to peace out here.